Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. (laughs) Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling too. It's so good to laugh again. God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce Kelly is on the air. Yeah. And uh, I'm Garner. That's Bryce sitting right over there. I was going to talk about this on the radio show, but I think I'm going to talk about it in the podcast instead. Okay. Sounds like you have some uh, weight you want to get off your shoulders. Well, it's funny. I, I kind of, I feel a little weird about this, but at the same time, I'm wondering, yesterday afternoon, I'm home alone, nobody else in the house. I'm down the basement. I was actually changing a furnace filter, you know, as grownups do. Handy, very mm. handy. I'm running a 16 inch by 25 by one. Okay. Yeah, what are you running? Uh, oh my God, you don't know your furnace filter size? I don't. How do you buy them when they're on sale, Bryce? That's so, something I change a lot less frequently than I probably should. Oh, Ooh, I'm a bad boy. Yeah, you are. You play by your own rules. You know, it's this is one of the saddest things you'll find in my phone is a reminder that goes off every month to change my furnace filter. You change it every month? Yeah, you're not supposed to. That seems awfully frequent. I thought hmm. it was every three to six months. Maybe I'm doing it too often. And even then I'm slacking. But my point is this. I went down the basement just quickly because I the uh, little reminder went off on my phone. So I went and changed the furnace filter. And as I'm coming back through the basement again, I'm looking at the treadmill. And I thought, I think I already had like 75 minutes of exercise yesterday. And I thought, let's go for a solid 90. So I'm down there in my jeans and like a sweater. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you crank over 15 minutes? I took my pants off. So I, my running shoes were right by the treadmill. So I had like knee highs, uh, my underoos and a t-shirt on. And I banged out 15 minutes on the (laughs) train. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, if something happened to me right now, like if I biffed it on this treadmill and that was the end of me, can you imagine while he was found on his treadmill in his underwear? Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> or what if your house suddenly caught on fire and you had to flee outside? Exactly. And they're like, he had time to put on shoes but not pants? What's Weird. going on here? Yeah, that's a, it's a strange look when you look down and you see you've got like mid-calf high socks on, uh, a pair of Nikes, and your underwear. See, my first thought was what if your blushing bride returns home? She bumped into a friend. Oh, yeah. Out running errands. And that friend, they're now in the house. And they charged straight down the basement. My pants were just hanging on the couch. I could have put my jeans back on, but I would have had to take my shoes off. My garden, and look who I ran into. Whoa! <laughs> I didn't even think of it. Well, yeah, what if you, like, snapped your leg oh, and the paramedics had to come? I didn't have headphones on. Like, I didn't have the TV. I had nothing on because I thought, I got to be aware in case a door opens. I but other people go on their treadmill in their underwear, right? I bet you it's a thing, but you bring up a good point. I think we should all start dressing, no matter what we're doing, uh-huh. as if we're going to die and be found in those clothes. Yeah, in a suit. <laughs> so I need, to, I need to get a treadmill suit. You know, a three-piece, something with a vest, a pocket square. Yeah, maybe double breast. Uh-huh. Anyway, you do that, right? 
Do you hop on that Peloton sometimes in your underwear just because you want to top up the minutes? No. Oh. No, not my undies. Mm. I think of the poor seat. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) You know what would be an interesting place to try doing it with no pants? What? You could probably pull off an oil change. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Maybe you could. Mm. Or would they be underneath your car doing the oil change and calling the authorities and be like, there's a guy right now sitting in the service bay with no pants on. Cause you don't get out of your car for that. Although no. the last time I got mine done, they swung open the door to check like the, I know the info on the inside of the door. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that wouldn't work out. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, it's certainly not something I would, uh, I wouldn't do that at lube city. No, they deserve better. No, that's a black tie affair. Yeah. Lube city. They don't want to see a guy in his underwear sitting in the driver's seat of his car. <laughs> Uh, lubecity.ca you can find them online at lubecity.ca they've got 27 locations in Alberta god that's a good amount of locations you're listening to the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast I had very few rules growing up Bryce I didn't either and now I'm starting to be like on one hand it's like it's because my parents trusted me they knew I wouldn't color outside the lines or is it because they just didn't care maybe it's because they knew like well we don't need to worry about him being invited to crazy parties. Yeah, he's not going to be invited to a kissing party. (laughs) The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Uh, We're talking about weird rules from when you were a kid. Bryce Kelly was a latchkey kid, was not allowed to, you weren't allowed to answer the phone? No, or the door. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm going out for a couple hours, don't answer the door. Like, why would I? Yeah. Are you kidding? I'm putting in Donkey Kong. I'll see you when I see you. I got things that I got (laughs) barrels to dodge. And somebody else texted because to this day, you still live by that rule, right? I still do. Yeah. It's my house, though. The way it's set up is that if you come up my front steps, there's a giant window right there. And if the blinds are cracked open at all, like you can see into the main floor of my house and you can see me sitting there. So it's hard to not answer the door. You kind of have to go. But somebody said it's funny about not answering the door. When we were kids with one house phone, you would jump up when it rang to find out who it was. Now when a random number calls, you don't pick up because you don't know who it is. Same with the door. I will sit and watch through my doorbell cam when someone comes to the door wondering what they want rather than actually go to the door. Tyler. Yeah. The only exception is if, I, if I'm expecting you. If I know that someone's coming, then I'll answer the door. Yeah. If I'm just sitting there watching my HDTV, watching my stories, can, can get it. Can they see you, though? Yeah, they used to be. I have a side entrance on my house. Oh. And so there's no window there, but the door itself has a window in it. And so I actually got a, a thing to cover the window. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, do you do you resort to... When you hear the doorbell, you just go like, everybody sit perfectly still because you can see shadows moving. I do. Yeah. I do. My bozo dog loses his mind, <laughs> but I let him lose his mind and I don't try and stop him. So they really think I'm not home. Yeah. Smart. One zero zero two. What's happened to us as a society? Huh? I have no clue. What's happened to us? <laughs> We've all become so reclusive. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Were you laughing about that text from the 38-year-old woman who still lays flat on the floor when someone rings the doorbell to hide from them? Yes. Because you can relate? Yeah. Do you lay flat on the floor? I don't lay flat on the floor, but I do (laughs) slink 
I do slink to the window to see them walk away to see, like, should I have answered the door? 100% of the time, my answer has been no. I did not need to answer the door. Yeah. But I do slink. Like, I feel like if they hear a creak in my floor, the jig is up. Yeah. What's happened to us, huh? <laughs> like, we're all just absolutely bonkers crazy now, aren't we? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Somebody did say, when was the last time an unexpected knock on the door turned out to be a good thing? Well, yes. good point, I guess. That's an excellent point. Oh. Unless it's someone being like, oh my God, I was just in a car accident. My truck full of cheesecake is going to go bad. Yeah. Can you eat this cheesecake? It, come right in. Yeah. Stat. And then hand me the cheesecake and go away. They don't get to stay for any of the cheesecake? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Somebody else texted, you boys okay today? You sound defeated. Oh, that's nice. Do we sound defeated? Maybe it's because we get texts from people saying we sound defeated. Maybe that's what it it's is. It's defeating me. <laughs> Do you need to pick me up, Bryce? <laughs> Listen to this one. Here's why you answer your door. Uh, I don't know who this person is, but they said a Ukrainian couple came to our door last night. They had very little English. They were selling cabbage rolls and pierogies. We went with the cabbage rolls. How tough for them, but also how industrious. That's beautiful. It's bold. It's bold. Like, I, I just think that uh, if someone knocked on my door and they're like, hey, you want to buy these cabbage rolls? Oh. I would assume that... Uh, they were selling stolen cabbage rolls? That there's other things in yeah. those cabbage rolls? I don't know. Maybe I'm... <laughs> yeah, there's probably very little inspection process. Oh, now I'm rethinking everything I said. But then again, maybe that's just me being insane. They did say that they, uh, they had some of them last night. They were pretty good. They're going to try some more tonight with a tomato sauce. Hmm, nice. I haven't had cabbage rolls. If somebody knocked on my door right now selling cabbage rolls, I'd probably go all in. I don't know. Uh, what neighborhood do you live in where people are knocking on doors selling homemade cabbage rolls? Maybe that's the question I need to ask. It is an interesting uh, business idea. Yep. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Obviously, my wiring is off because I just assume they're poison cabbage rolls. Wow. My enemies are trying to lure me in. Your enemies treats. have found out where you live? Yeah. And now they're trying... Okay. Uh, they're like, hmm, how do we get to this guy? I know, pierogies. Somebody texted and said that this Ukrainian couple came to their door last night. Very little English, but they were selling cabbage rolls and pierogies. So they bought some cabbage rolls. And then somebody else texted and said, we live in Meadowlark. We have bought cabbage rolls from that Ukrainian mother and son. They are legit and their food is delicious. Huh. Man, that is weird. Door-to-door cabbage roll sales. Yeah. Uh, Good for them for still sticking to it. Well, I know. I love this idea. Hi. Garner, you need to find out who these pierogi door-to-door salesmen are and send them to Ellerslie, please. (laughs) I kind of, you know, it's funny. I I, I sort of, on one hand, I'm like, oh, weird. I don't know the history of this. But yet, if I was at a farmer's market and somebody was selling pierogi, (laughs) I would buy them there. Oh, exactly. You're saving me a trip to the farmer's market and spending money on a bunch of other shit at the farmer's market that aren't as financially sound decisions as uh, door-to-door pierogies. Yeah, (laughs) you you can't eat a live, laugh, love wooden sign. Yeah. No. Okay, Dan, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Has that turned your, you know, has changed your opinion of buying door-to-door pierogies, Bryce? No, I think I'm going to stand firm on that one. Although someone did say that they answered their door last night, and now they have Girl Guide cookies. Oh, true. So I am missing out on those. Yeah. But maybe the door, maybe the Girl Guides need to come up with a special knock. 
or something. <laughs> yeah. They should promote a special. It's girl guide season, so if you hear. And if you are going door to door selling vacuum cleaners and you use a girl guide knock, yes, you should be thrown in jail for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, that is uh, punishable by death. <laughs> Tough but fair, uh-huh. I think. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This person says, I arranged for a plumber, but then decided we didn't need a plumber, but forgot to cancel. Minutes before he was due to arrive, I turned off the lights, grabbed my toddler, and hid in the bedroom. I told her to be very quiet, so she assumed there was something very wrong. I told her it was nothing, just a plumber. For years, every time there was a bad guy in a movie, she would ask if it was a plumber. (laughs) Oh, this one too. Here's why you need to answer your door. Says, as a parcel mail guy for Canada Post, it's awkward when you know someone's in the house and you need a signature or can't safe drop it off, so you're kind of waiting each other out. Here's the thing, and I'm going to speak from recent experience. I did that just last week, and it cost me a trip to the post office the next day to pick up there instead of just opening the door and signing for it because I was like... I'm not expecting anyone. I'm not answering the door. And I paid the price. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Did you have a curfew when you were a kid? Oh, I don't think I did. Really? No. Even even high school party, Bryce, you didn't have a curfew? No. Maybe it's more they thought I didn't. They're like, oh, we don't need to worry about that guy. He's (laughs) not being invited to parties. Because we were just, we were talking about. You know, the rules, the oppressive, the tyranny, the oppression that your parental regime had with you. Like some of the rules were not really rules at all. I really didn't have a lot of rules. I was sort of left to, I wasn't neglected. And I talked about this yesterday. I do not imply that I was neglected, but my parents just sort of, you know, kind of let me exist. Let me do my own thing. Yeah, and if you were starting to turn a wrong direction, they would just yeah, they'd steer you the right way and then exactly. let you be. But did you see this text? This one came in a couple hours ago. I forgot to, uh, to read it, but my parents used to make us go to bed at 7.30, even when I was 16 years old. Ooh. If I was invited to a party, I would be allowed to stay out until 8. Oh, my God. Oh. 7.30 bedtime when you're 16? That's rough. Oh, man. Ooh. You can drive a car. You should be able to stay up past 7.30. 16 years old, I think, you know, 11, midnight, you can start stretching it a bit on weekends. Yeah. But nah, wow. I just like the little bit of rope they get. If yeah, they're you at get a an party, extra 30 minutes. you could stay till 8. Did the party even start before 8 o'clock? Oh, my God. Wow. That's a tough one. <laughs> Anyway, keep these stories coming. Some of them are wildly entertaining. How are you with your parents now? Like when you have a bedtime of 7.30 when you're 16 years old, are you close with your parents today as an adult? I need to know. Just think of a 16-year-old laying in bed at 7.30. You can hear all the stuff going on outside, Everyone, all the laughter. What, you going to hear lawnmowers? People playing street hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't play organized baseball because, well, it goes past 7.30. You can smell your next-door neighbor still cooking their dinner outside. (laughs) Yeah, they're just sitting down. (laughs) Man, that's one of my favorite ones so far. That is, like, when we talk about tyranny and oppression, a 7.30 bedtime, that's oppressive. Someone said, what were mom and dad doing after 7.30? Yeah, were mom and dad up to something? Oh, man. Ooh, maybe. 
The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody just texted and said, my bedtime is 8 p.m. Some nights earlier, and I'm 57. My workday starts at midnight, so there's that. Well, yeah. And going when you start work at midnight, you're going to bed at 8 o'clock. And that's not enough sleep. You need to go to bed earlier. I go to bed at 8 or 8.30. But I don't get up at midnight for work either. Uh, somebody else says, My husband was in the ridiculously early bedtime camp growing up as well. I'm not entirely sure what the actual time was, but all three of the siblings never questioned it. It was just what they did. They had a single mom. She worked long days, and I honestly think she just wanted peace and quiet. You know what? I think you've cracked the code on that one. That's exactly what mom needed. Uh, somebody else. My 15-year-old son's hockey games often don't start until 8.15 on a school night. 7.30 is crazy. Yeah, 7.30 is way too early for bedtime. Once you're past the age of about 7, right? You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This is the show that stars you. Hi. I heard the uh, the plumber story of that lady not answering the phone yeah, or answering the door. Yeah, she said she had booked a, a plumbing a service call, but then right before the service call, she thought, ah, I don't really need this, but she didn't call and cancel, so the doorbell's ringing, and instead she turned off all the lights and hid in the bedroom with her toddler because she didn't want to pay the cancellation fee. <laughs> I Yeah, I said that was going to make plumber's blood boil. Oh, today, yes. Huh. I actually, usually, I've had that happen a couple of times, and then I usually show up with court documents, and they answer the door that time. Mm, so, really? You go get court yeah. documents? You know what? If they're that ignorant, that just take, you know what? At least call me. Yeah, Don't well, waste not, my I'm, gas. I'm Don't not, waste my time. I'm not defending the behavior. I, oh, no. It just seems to me that it ends up costing you even more money now because you got to go get court documents you got to take them back you got to me it's worth just sort of helping them learn a lesson in life that they're adults there's responsibilities you you work through them and you know it's just to show such ignorance to your the person coming to your home to help you fix your home you're just like we'll just hide <laughs> okay kids be quiet you know you're like wow really uh, and then now the now plumbers are the villain to that little person so <laughs> Have you ever, as a plumber, have you ever gone to a job somewhere and went, mm-mm, nope, can't deal with this, ooh, and left? Yep. I usually, it's funny because it's not so that it's, I had this yesterday, it's not that the job becomes so complex, it's just the disrespect by the owner. It's funny, I work for a lot of people and I, I end up firing probably about 10% of my customers and they don't get it. What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm paying you. I'm like, no, we're done. We're completed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When you come across to me with such utter disrespect and attitude, no, 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 I'm, guy, I'm talking, I'm talking about like a job, and I'm, I'm not talking about the people. You show up at a job, a service call, and the job yeah. is just so disgusting. You're like, no, I can't do this. Usually, what I do is, if there's any floaters, I'm like, okay, that's a hundred dollar bill sitting in the toilet right now. <laughs> and it's funny how quickly people will pull out grandma's soup ladle or oh. gravy terrine to get Oof. that out of there. They just figure I'm there, and I'm like, okay, that's the wow. service fee. <laughs> And that yeah. right there is a cautionary tale as to why you never buy a used soup ladle at a garage yeah. sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got real disgusting real fast. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.